Hi, this is Bina007, uh, apologising a little bit for the background noise because I'm trying to post my audio reviews kind of in real time through the festival so that they don't back up and you get the short 10 minute reviews as I see the films. So tonight I was watching Ava DuVernay's documentary sponsored by Netflix called 13th. So this is going to be released on Netflix tomorrow so you all get a chance to watch it there and then if you're subscribers. So Ava DuVernay, if you remember, is the director behind the Martin Luther King biopic, Selma. And she has now created another very earnest, progressive movie, documentary actually, about the passing of the 13th Amendment in the USA and effectively how little that achieved. So her key aim is to say that when that amendment was made to basically make slavery illegal in the United States after the American Civil War, there was a crucial clause included into that, which was to say that you do not have the right to make anyone a slave unless they are a convicted criminal, in which case no holds barred. And what she and her talking head academics, historians, politicians and activists argue is that ever since the passing of that bill, the so-called advancement of rights for black people in America has been faced with repercussions and new kinds of prohibition on their movement and their freedoms hand in hand. So one step forward, one step back. It's just that the forces of oppression have grown more sophisticated in how they describe that and the language they use. So basically, right after the Civil War, suddenly you have this southern slave state economy and it doesn't have the bodies, doesn't have the slaves anymore. So they go around and they arrest black people on very, very small misdemeanors and put them to work. That then is, you know, frowned upon. So you then get the Jim Crow laws, which again are limiting the freedom for black people. You then get the civil rights movement and suddenly it feels like you finally have legislative freedom except that that then is triggering a massive increase in mass incarceration and a mass incarceration system that again is disproportionately targeted at young black men. So you now have a situation in America that if you're a white man, you have a 1 in 17 chance of going to prison during a lifetime. But if you're a black man, it's 1 in 3. And where black men account for 6.5% of the US population, but 42% of those in prison. And as this documentary unfolds, she shows you why this system continues. And it started basically under Nixon and Reagan, the Southern strategy, to win electoral power by wooing Southern voters, by appealing to basically racism. But, but because you can't legally call it racism, you call it a fight of law and order. So you criminalize black people and then you lock them up. Um, it then continues, and now it is a corporate interest that is at stake. You know, you have mass incarceration becomes a big business in the US. So you have lots of people who are making a lot of money by privatizing jails, privatizing the provision of criminal justice. And so as the, as the documentary draws to a close, it's kind of sad and frustrated because it's talking about the rise of the Black Lives Matter movement, but it's also talking about the fact that there will be some backlash, right? That's the history of the struggle of the black man. There must be some backlash that comes. So it's actually a pretty depressing documentary. The other thing to say about the documentary is it is, of course, technically well made, as you would expect from a director of Ava DuVernay's caliber and the money that Netflix has been put into it. You know, it's, it has a very good use of archive footage. 
It interviews great, the great and the good from Harvard academics to Angela Davis, who you always expect to see popping up in a, in a documentary of this kind. It is not balanced, evidently. This is an agit doc. It has an agenda. Um, I kind of find that a little bit frustrating. Whenever there's a sort of right wing or, or so to say, person from the opposing side, they're a little bit made mockery of. Um, they don't get the same screen time as the people on the opposing side of the argument. I guess that's only to be expected, I guess. But it's a little bit disappointing in a documentary of this caliber, which I think could have had room for more opposing voices or more contradictory voices. The other thing to say is that she goes into a lot of depth on certain presidents, so Reagan, Nixon, obviously. But even, you know, in balance, she does talk about the damage that Bill Clinton's crime bill did. And she does show up Hillary Clinton's statements at the time, which don't show her in a favorable light. Of course, Trump gets the worst of that, that exchange in battle. But I just felt it was kind of weird in a documentary about the political criminal system in the US that we didn't have more focus on Obama and what that presidency did or didn't mean. And maybe Ava DuVernay is making a point by her silence. At any rate, I thought that was a huge, a huge missed opportunity. And maybe a director who was stepping back from a fight she didn't want to take on. So those are my thoughts on the documentary. I think it's decent, it's well constructed. I think it will be educational. If you read the New York Review of Books, it's not gonna contain anything you don't already know. But you know, for a new generation or people who wouldn't normally come across this kind of content, seeing it on Netflix, it could potentially be powerful. It could have more balance, but I guess, you know, the, the scales are so weighted against the black man and the black voice in America that by God, they deserve a bit of a time in the spotlight. So there you go. That's Ava DuVernay's The 13th on Netflix on global release from tomorrow. Check it out. Let me know what you think. Being a 007 movie review signing out.